Okay. Yes, we're live. Um, my name is Dr. Sharna Wolverton Sihan. It's just another Thursday. I'm not crying. This is good. Had a rough couple days um, just processing, but um, we are really good and excited to be with you guys here today with our really important guests who I just am starting to get to know and just had, I was on her show last week, Lily Nova, and um, some of you may be very familiar with her and um that's cool i'm seeing all the people pop on here and want to say thank you to you guys too and also um yeah please do share tag give us some love do all the things and we're really really i have not heard her story yet so i try to like come in like completely fresh i don't do too much you know looking into anything and i just have someone and then i hear it for the first time so it's real authentic of connecting with that. And I don't know how much Craig knows about her, but how's it going, Craig? You've been out in the woods playing soldier out here? Uh, <laughs> a little bit. I'm, I'm actually away this weekend as well. Um, that's why I can't join you. Because, um, yeah, I'm doing some army stuff with some, with some kids. Army um, stuff. But no, it, I, it is absolutely bitterly cold here at the moment as well. Um, really? it's like, I mean, to be fair, to you in America, it's like minus three or something. But to us here, that's really cold. Um, so <laughs> if I put a jumper on halfway through, it's because it's, it's getting cold, but oh yeah, other than that, everything's absolutely brilliant. Getting ready for Christmas. It's great to see you both. I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, All right. Thanks for having me on. Yes. Well, I am excited to hear your story and, um, just, and I guess maybe even meet you in real life one day because we're hoping to get to the journey of truth um conference in may which is going to be really exciting so shout out to um journey truth tyler and aaron love these guys so much and um but yeah go to swiftfire.org definitely um get on the newsletter then you know all the things coming up next week we have anthony stewart who is um over care which is um raindrop training um, he is the son of Dr. David Stewart, quantum physicist who wrote healing oils of the Bible, chemistry of the oils. And like a he knows about frequency, like, oh my gosh, this guy is amazing. I've done many, many meetings with him. And then the following week we have Laura Eisenhower on for winter solstice. So we're going to talk about that. We have her yearly for that. And so really excited to, um, so you guys get on the newsletter, then we, you know, and then we do have a membership that you guys can join us on. Lily's going to be joining us for a private meeting next month to do readings. And this week we, it's been, is it, are we doing, you know, we, I don't know. This has been back and forth. I really wanted Craig to be there. So um, we are supposed to have Robert on to do yeah. a Q and A about, you know, all the things. So Robert mm -hmm. is someone who was, I was, yeah, we had him last week. Some of you are very familiar with him. Um, Robert White, UFO in the backyard guy. So that's going to be fun too. So without further ado, I um, welcome Lily. Tell us everything. We want to know all of the tea. Like, let us know what happened. How did you get to this space that you're in? Literally space that you're in. I want to hear your story. So go for it. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Um, so I started out as well nutritionist and i talked about this a little bit on our interview i was a nutritionist i taught nutrition and cooking classes for um, a university around the community and once covid happened i started you know we're in the middle of lockdown and i started going out and shooting astrophotography photos of space so i get pictures of like galaxies even milky way all that stuff and i just started spending every single night outside under the stars and then, it's normal. <laughs> and, and while I was out doing that, I had my first really close UFO encounter. And then suddenly they were just popping up left and right, like UFOs everywhere I looked. And I began documenting them with my camera. And it was like they were trying to tell me something. They were trying to show me something. And so a communication with them began. And this is over the course of like, you know, months. Um, I've caught a lot of evidence that I've, I've been on coast to coast with George Nori about it. There's news articles that have been written about it featuring some of my evidence, like uh, the mirror and lad Bible. Mm -hmm. and, and some of my evidence has been featured in 
uh, TV shows like Paranormal Caught on Camera. So it started off as a very kind of like physical documenting the evidence. And then um, I saw like my first ET being um, whenever it was the first night that I initiated contact with them. So it wasn't me just out there and then a UFO pops up. It was I initiated contact to see if it would work. And lo and behold, within five minutes, a golden orb appeared. And it was honestly like I was in tears <laughs> that night because it was just such a beautiful experience. And this golden orb sent me a telepathic image of the inhabitants of who these beings were. So that was my first look at them. And it was a woman with light blue skin. She had no hair. She had like a skin tight silver suit on kind of like Star Trek looking. And she was very beautiful. She looked basically like a light blue model. And then there were crew members standing behind her. So after that, I just thought, wow, this is really cool. And I want to meet them, you know, and learn as much as I can. So a daily communication began and I just spent every every single day since talking to them, communicating with them. They taught me how to develop my psychic abilities. They taught me about DNA and how to activate our DNA and how special we are and that we all have star families. So that's what I do now is I help people connect with their star families and help them to activate their DNA. Because as you do that, you just, you begin to develop all of these incredible gifts. Um, it really pushes the boundaries of like what we think reality is. There's just so much, <laughs> so much more out there. It's uh, pretty wild. So that's been my journey the past two years. <laughs> wow. I, I was just going to say, one of my questions was going to be when you start, because I, I know a little bit about you in the sense of I know that you've been taking pictures and, and, and you know, you have some amazing footage because obviously the Daily Mirror over here had it. I remember it. Um, yeah, in the UK. Yeah. Um, and obviously Lad Bible as well. Um, so my question was going to be, has this sparked kind of like a spiritual, I don't want to say awakening, but activation in you? But you pretty much just answered that. I mean, it was a lot more in depth than I thought it was going to be to be honest. Um, yeah, no, definitely. And it took me by surprise. Like, mm. you know, my, I started having these really close encounters with UFOs. And then whenever communication began with them, it's like they took me under their wing and started teaching me. One of the first things that they, that the, the star being, her name was Talia, that she told me was your heart chakra needs some work. And <laughs> and meditate and i was just blown away that an extraterrestrial was telling me to work on my heart chakra and it took me down a very very spiritual journey i was not expecting you know ufos and you see all the kind of ufo stuff and aliens and you know the mainstream um it wasn't like that at all it was very very spiritual um you said her name is talia yeah wow interesting so what all kind of things like really stand out to you over the last two years that are like deep, deep takeaways from some of the things that they've said? Mm -hmm. Well, some of the first things that they taught me was, you know, we are all one, we are all connected. And, you know, like even you and your neighbor, you're one, even you and your, your uh, partner, <laughs> essentially, we're all one. So that kind of just blew my mind. Um, that's pretty like kind of basic, but then whenever you get an actual really feel for it and understanding of it, you know, we all come from the same source. We're all one. And then they told me that time is also an illusion. The past, present and future are all happening at once simultaneously. Um, I've explored a lot of my past or parallel lifetimes, and I've even been visited by extraterrestrial versions of me. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty it's pretty mind bending. Um yeah, Talia, yeah, definitely the the light blue woman that I worked with very very closely, she, you know, she was with me like each day teaching me, teaching me how to meditate, teaching me about the chakras, teaching me energy work, all of these things, and then also showing me kind of bits and pieces of history like uh Atlantis, for example, um ancient Egypt, all of these things, the, the importance of the pyramid so just kind of showing me things like that and uh after w working with her for a few months 
they finally told me that she was me. She was like, actually, yeah. <laughs> and I just like cried. <laughs> uh, it's, it's shocking. But what I'm finding is a lot of these, these beings are actually, they may be us from the future or from parallel lifetimes. Um, yeah, time is just really a wonky thing. But so a lot of these, if you ever see a UFO, you know, they're, they're showing up to activate you and it's probably your star family and it could even be you from another dimension. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. Because I mean, you know, obviously we, we talk a lot about disclosure and, you know, government projects and all this kind of stuff and sort of the deep, dark and wonderful things that have been going on. Um, what I love about this is how kind of, um, what's the word? authentic it is you know nobody's confirming this for you having your own experience and i think i personally my, my opinion is that's how this this is how it's going to happen is people are going to tell their stories and it's going to it's going to happen in real time um and what i love what encourages me about this is is these beings want to make contact with us they want to to communicate with us um i mean obviously i i'd imagine we have to get in a good space to to have that um would you go into that a little bit? Do you think you had to do any preparation within for this or, or did, did it prepare you, you know, having the experiences? How, how did it sort of go that way? Mm -hmm. Well, you definitely have to be open to it. Belief is another big part of this and the reality that we live in. You have to believe or be open to something or you can't experience it. So being just being open is kind of like step one and yeah that i was teaching a lot in the beginning how to initiate contact i still do with with people's star families and ufos and some of the big keys is and some of the big keys that they taught me was <laughs> you can use crystals crystals help um raising your vibration and because they're way up here we got to meet them yeah so that's a really really big part of it and uh, getting into like a meditative state or even like what I wasn't meditating at all in the beginning. I was making contact while I'd go outside and watch sunset or while I was stargazing, you know, just kind of getting in uh, more of a relaxed state. Um, and developing your psychic abilities is something that comes with it, but that's also very helpful because these beings are giving us ideas and downloads like all of the time. We just may not recognize it. Wow. Yeah, so those are some of the keys. Um, frequency music helps. Um, you know, setting the intention is very powerful. You could say, you know, I asked to connect with loving beings of the highest love and light, or you can say my star family, you know, just being specific. Um, and it's crazy how it goes a really long way, just setting an intention and asking. So I, my, I have a question because this is something that comes to me quite often. And so some of you who know my story, I've, I've had similar encounters and, um, in my field of work at that time I was in ministry. So it wasn't anything like where you were outside kind of looking for it and, you know, looking at the stars. I'm not saying that you were looking for UFOs. You were just looking at the stars, but you were, intentionally, you know, looking up and then things happen for me in my experience, um, not counting Montauk, <laughs> the, the, as an adult, um, I had just went into my bedroom and was actually just seeking God and like, I had been praying and fasting and, uh, had taken a break from all leadership position. I quit my job and was just like going within. And I did that for a year and went to my bedroom and have this put i i heard put my hands up put your hands up put my hands up and i felt this like liquid honey feeling comes first at the tips of my fingers and then cover my entire body um i remember right before that moment looked at the clock and it was a, it was like i want to say 8 36 and um and then and there was a bright light out the window which i went to go see like what is that light and then all of a sudden i lost 12 hours and when i came back i um i mean i didn't know i came back i, I didn't know I, I couldn't understand what happened all i know is i was sitting on the bed and i had feeling immense love like 
uncon uncontrollable tears and just trying to like acclimate to whatever. And I didn't even realize that I had lost time yet. And then I looked at the clock and it was like 8.37 or something. You know, like just minutes had gone by in, in my mind, time, whatever time is. And I looked at, I remember, oh yeah, I wanted to look outside the window and see what that light was. And so I like got up to go look at the light and realized that the whole outside was light. And then I was like, how can, I don't understand. How can it be light? It was dark, like just minutes ago. And, and then I walked around my house, just really discombobulated. I'm getting emotional. And that, and I was just, and all of a sudden I realized it was morning mm -hmm. and I had just missed that entire time. And, you know, I had to race to work. And um, at that time I was working at a bank and I happened to be working at Jimmy, oh gosh, what's his name? Um, big time Southern minister here that had a whole campus and stuff. And our building was on that campus. I'm not remembering his name right now. Um, it's going to come to me. Anyway, uh, the, the, the lady that I could confide in was my high school friend who was working here. She had got me the job and I was like, Oh my God, this, this just happened to me. It's to, I'm totally freaked out. I don't know. I'm totally feeling crazy. I don't know what happened and I'll have to like go to work now. And her response was, Oh, you went into a trance. you you know, that's like Mariah Woodworth Etter. You should look her up. And I happened to be working in a building called the Mariah Woodworth Etter building which I knew nothing about this woman. And I, you know, Googled and looked her up and she had turned out to be this minister who would travel and go places and anywhere that she went, people would be like in these trances, like up to two miles away. And then hours would be missing. And then they would come back and they would be healed from whatever, or have these intuitions or all this stuff. So I was just like, Oh, okay, that's God and blah, blah, blah. And then later was visited by these reoccurring beings, um, mostly when I got when I needed to get a new job or if I was pregnant, they always came every pregnancy um, and said, you're pregnant and um, stood at the end of my bed, you're pregnant. And I would just, oh, you know, um, so I get the whole like I, I felt like I was going to die when they would show up. Like it was always extremely fearful to my the depths of my cells and um i've only seen a gray once and that was equally feeling like i'm gonna die like the mm -hmm. frightful um but, but the question is like at that time my mind could wrap around oh these are angels and so these messengers were angels to me and and maybe they are i don't know but i have had that come up where people are like well maybe that's your higher self that came to visit and blah 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 blah. so how do you look at angels messengers da, da, da. i know how craig and i look at it but i'm wondering what your thoughts are on that does that make sense yeah definitely um and i feel whenever you get into this hi dan <laughs> uh you you begin to open up to other things um I was never like a religious person. I kind of had like a bone to pick with organized religion growing up just innately. Um, but so spirituality was kind of like weird for me at first. Um, but, you know, as I experienced that love from these these beings that said that they were my star family and, and from God, from source, I began communicating with spirit guides and things like that. And I just started meditating and, and suddenly like, Jesus came to me. <laughs> he's come to me a few times and I was like, whoa, okay, he's real. And, and it's all connected. It's all connected. And then I started seeing angels and archangels and things like that. Um, so yeah, I've had experiences with all of it. And some of the extraterrestrials are like so high vibe. They're more energetic than physical bodies um, in different dimensions. Uh, but yeah, I've seen, I've seen angels as well. And I, I love working with all of them. <laughs> Interesting. How would you um, distinguish between an extraterrestrial or an angel? What, what would, what would define it for you? Mm -hmm. Well, I'm a very like visual person. So I receive a lot of these 
um, images through the third eye. I'll, I'll see kind of like a movie playing out or an image. And sometimes the angels will just appear as light. Um, they'll just look really bright. And they do. They feel like unconditional love. Just very calming, very close to source energy feeling. Or sometimes they'll show up. They'll kind of take whatever form. Um, you know, you're comfortable with also, I've had, you know, Archangel Michael show up with his sword and everything, you know, <laughs> uh, but so those are like higher dimensional beings, very, very close to source. And I believe a lot of them are helping us. And then like extraterrestrials, you know, our guides and things like that, guiding us, sending us angel numbers, signs and synchronicities. They'll help with healing all of these things. And then the extraterrestrials, are some of them can look kind of angelic but you know they've lived in other star systems they're closer closer to us but a lot of them do feel i know there's there's you know negative ones and positive ones there's just like with humans um but the benevolent ones they do feel like unconditional love as well i saw that question come up just then and i think it's worth uh asking um when you had an encounter with Jesus, how did you know? Did he say, I am Jesus, or did you just know? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like a, just a, a like a telepathic thing. Mm -hmm. um, but he showed up as, like, he literally looked like, you know, the image, if I were to think of Jesus in my mind, it looked kind of like that. He was, like, light, though, um, really bright, but you can see some of his hair. He might have had some facial hair and in a robe. And it's just automatically knew this is Jesus. And he started telling me, this is through like a telepathic communication, just a, just an understanding, uh, that the return of Jesus will actually be Christ consciousness within all of us. That will be like the second coming. So he like clarified that for me and uh, expressed that. And then I just, I have a lot of respect for him. I love him. I love whenever I see him. He's come to visit me a few other times. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. He's awesome. And I have heard that he actually has lived on Sirius before, um, is a starseed as well, which, you know, could, could, uh, make sense why he came in with all of those heightened abilities. But I think, I think that's, that's a whole topic on its own you know to go down that one um sorry Sean, i know i'm asking a lot of questions here um but i just just really i'm really fascinated um so like because you know traditionally because as uh, shana was in ministry i've grown up in a, in a similar sort of religious background and, and angels were always depicted as sort of like blonde hair blue eyes wings sort of big muscly blokes you know um and i think you know when i think i don't know like what do you call it? The the Nordics, for example, it's kind of mm -hmm. like a st stereotypical, a bit like Charnel, really, um, mm -hmm. and yourself actually. <laughs> um, but yeah, like like, do, do you think? I mean, when, when you've seen angels, have you seen anything that's like specifically like like the traditional sense, or did they have like a more of a, a Nordic look or or anything like that? Yeah, usually they look like if you if you like kind of Google pictures of angels, a lot of times they'll look like that, you know, like a robe. They may have wings. Um, sometimes it is just light, but also so they can depict themselves in whatever way is comfortable to you, whatever way you recognize it. So they can change their form into, you know, all sorts of things. But, yeah, often they will show up as kind of like winged because that's that's typically what they're known for. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or just light. Like I, I tell people through the, the guided activations that I do on my channel on Sundays, people, I guide people through an activation and, and some people are beginning to have visions who normally wouldn't have visions before they're, you know, they're working on their psychic abilities and you may just see light. Like if you try meditating, you may just see a little kind of like a bright light or some colors, different colors. That's the beginning of like that's that's an angel or some sort of a, a higher dimensional being. You, you don't have the full picture yet, but they can show up as kind of like colors and light, bright light, too. Yeah. I just so, have to mute my, because my German Shepherd was barking. Sorry. Oh, no. The uh, how did all of this change your like day-to-day -day 
talking with people once you've had that encounter. Um, I mean, I think I, I could go into my my integration, um, but I'm curious about yours and like, tell me about that. Yeah, it was very it was very difficult for the first year. Um, you know, nobody really believed me. And some of my family actually made fun of me or they would get angry. This is about the UFO thing. And I'm like, but guys, seriously, like, like it's right, it's right there. They're, they're coming. And then you kind of feel like you're going crazy um, because a lot of these things, they're very personal. So you may be the only one experiencing it. Um, if it's not other people's time to experience it, they're just not gonna, you know, know. So it was very hard at first. Um, I, was very secluded for the first year and similar to how you said, Dr. Charnel, I, I took a year basically off of everything and, and looked inward and I was spending a lot of time stargazing and this, the, the UFO thing began, but then also doing a lot of internal work. And that's when, you know, my, I'll call it like my second spiritual awakening. Um, and, then I knew that I had to, they wanted me to share this footage and this information. It's become a lot more spiritual. At first, it was mostly about the evidence, capturing the evidence. Now it's more spiritual. And I share my experiences because many others are going to be having these experiences coming soon. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I feel like I'm kind of like the guinea pig, like <laughs> one of, you know, one of the, the beginning people. And uh, so it got a lot better being able to share and meet other people. It's gotten so much better because now that's this. This is my complete life. Like I quit my career as a nutritionist to pursue this because I knew it was going to be very, very, very important. It's going this is going to change everything drastically. Wholeheartedly agree. I, I saying I'm, I'm totally fascinated with these things because um I've always been into the weird and wonderful, even since being a little kid and stuff. And, and again, angels was always a big thing for me. Like mm -hmm. I'd like, you know, research. I mean, I've been in church meetings. We, we may kind of criticize the church system and things like that, but there were some really, really interesting things happen. I mean, I've seen feathers appear in thin air in front of me, uh, literally like just, just there. Like they didn't, mm -hmm. I didn't just notice them. I literally watched them form. Um, and uh, that was at a meeting. Thousands of us saw it. Uh, I've still got one of the feathers, actually. And um, do you have anything physical like that? Uh, mm -hmm. Have you brought anything physical for you to have at all? Like anything that is kind of like manifested? Yeah, or anything like that or, or anything that you, yeah, just, just anything like that that you have as, as, that's like a record of, of, of what mm -hmm. you've experienced. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I have anything. Well, I've got a lot of the footage. That was that was a lot of it in the beginning. But they will definitely they'll do the, the extraterrestrials too. your star family yeah. and the angels. They'll they'll do things that are like, did I just see that, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, <laughs> like a feather manifesting. I had a friend who um, uh, I had a pendulum with me and I went over to his house. I always kept this thing right on me. It vanished while I was there. We looked everywhere for it. I went back over to his house two months later. I sat down on his couch, looked over, the pendulum was there again. And, and he even like, he dropped a piece of cheese in his apartment. And as it was falling down, it just disappeared. It never hit the floor. <laughs> so yeah, weird things like that can happen. I have a lot of that in my book too. I have my, the contact experience and then all the crazy stuff that's happened after including like by location and things like that that i wasn't even trying to do that just started to happen naturally where people would contact me and say oh we saw you at the da 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 and you gave us this card with your name on it and talked to us and blah 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 and i was like i wasn't there and they're like no 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 and they they did have a card with my writing on it and showed me and my personal cell phone and everything. And I was just like, or, or my personal phone number. And I, and I was not there. I was physically in Montana at the time, but they saw me in Tennessee. So, you know, what? I've missing stuff go up. I've had missing, you know, just they've given it back or found it or re yeah. relocated items from one place to my, my house from another place. I mean, it's been really interesting um but you described mm -hmm. the inner spiritual work and that can look like a billion 
times a billion things. What does inner spiritual work look like for you specifically? Just, you know, I'm curious what that means to you. Mm -hmm. Well, there was a huge transformation that was taking place. Um, You know, I wanted my plan was to help fuel like a revolution with nutrition and mental health. And I was actually creating content on that and teaching people uh, nutrition, health tips, mental health. So I was already very much into like personal development. Um, and then once, <laughs> once COVID happened and the UFOs started appearing, that was just all ripped away, like just a huge transformation. I didn't know who I was anymore. Um, the things that I was so passionate about before, I just couldn't even bring myself to do it. Um, so that was kind of weird, but I feel like that that may happen to a lot of people. So hopefully this may be, you know, helpful. Um, you just you're becoming like a totally different, just different. You're you know, you're still you, but we're just going through a big transformation right now. Um, and it's it's OK. So for the yeah, for a year, I was trying to figure out, you know, who I was <laughs> and also being comfortable with talking about these things. Um, and then also I had to work through a lot of childhood trauma, childhood trauma. And then you throw after the, the, the star beings, they showed me a few times different past lives that were very traumatic that were still affecting me. Um, like one, one example, I had been burned at the stake as a witch in, uh, in Europe in medieval times. Like I saw the vision of it. I felt it. I don't know how you guys feel about like past parallel lives, but they show, you know, they, okay. Yeah. They, like we we're all, we've all done. I've, everyone's been everyone because of DNA genetics. So, but yes, keep going. Yeah. Yeah. So that blew my mind, but so working through having to heal some traumas from even, even parallel or past lifetimes, childhood traumas, Um, I had to work through like codependency issues, confidence issues, all of these different, um, different things. And, but how is what I'm saying? Like what spirit, like when you say doing inner work, Mm -hmm. does that mean you sit in a room for 12 hours and meditate Mm -hmm. or you put a crystal in your ear? You know what I mean? Like very specific, (laughs) like what, what work are you doing? I'd like to know, like, I think they want to know too, but go ahead. Yeah, definitely. So journaling and writing is a really good one. If there's anything that's bothering you or that, you know, you you're struggling with journaling about it is actually very, very helpful. Um, Doing research, like if there was something that happened to me or something that was really bothering me, I would ask why, you know, why did this happen? Why is this, you know, the last, you know, the, the last guy friend I got screwed over. I'm like, okay, why did that, you know, happen. And then I dug into, and then I started working on healing like inner childhood trauma and things like that. Cause everything happens to us, you know, for a reason. So just being very open with yourself, um, kind of going back through your childhood is probably a good idea because a lot of us have traumatic experiences from that, um, meditation. And what's really been beneficial is working with the chakras because there's a chakra for, you know, if you have a difficult time communicating or expressing yourself or being your authentic self, you may not even know who you are or um, just creative expression. It's in your throat. If you can't, if you can't talk up, if you can't speak up, it's in your throat. So just working on your throat chakra. Um, I was blown away. away. Throat chakra. Like Mm -hmm. for example, like that's what I'm talking about. Details here. Give me details. Mm -hmm. How do you work on your thoughts? Okay, I'll tell you. I'll tell you exactly how I did it. So there was a period in the beginning where I went through every single chakra. I started from the bottom, the root chakra. I researched. Okay, what, what, what does the root chakra do? How may mine be blocked? So I did a little bit of research on it. I watched uh, YouTube videos on root chakra affirmations, and I did uh, root chakra meditation, and I focused each day on it for. For at least a few days, maybe up to a week, I went really in depth on every single chakra. Um, so you can do meditations on it, affirmations on it, researching about it, and uh, energy healing work. Also, you can visualize, you know, your root chakra. It may be kind of like dim, and that's your sense of safety, stability. That's where fear 
um, comes in and emotional issues um, in your sense of security. So yeah, you can visualize it or get a Reiki session from somebody, but visualize it may be dim, it may be blocked. Visualize all that coming out of it and you know it, it opening, it balancing. So that's, yeah, that's personally how I did it. And by the time I got to the throat chakra, I felt like a brand new person, like transformed. So I, I swear by the chakras. <laughs> yeah, I see the bowls there too. Like, uh, did you use any of that in your tool book? Like, like obviously, I mean, you have some beautiful bowls back there. Thank you. Yeah. So I didn't have these yet, um, but frequency does help. So you could look up like root chakra frequency. Actually, I, I listen to frequency music almost like 24 seven. That's a really good way to help balance and harmonize. I'm the same. Yeah. yeah. That's so good. Because uh, yeah. um, I'm going to plug my channel a little bit here, Shannon, because I've actually got a yeah. video on. I, I do a bit like a bit of meditation music and stuff using frequencies, but I did one video that was literally um, each uh, the frequency for each chakra, um, and it lasts about an hour or something. So you, you can just sit in that, and it will. Because what, what very similar to you, what I would do is I would go through the chakras, um, and and if there was an issue or something came up or whatever is you you focus on that chakra and you just release healing and love and, and embrace it and say you're perfect you're healed you're whole and it just it just eradicates that crap basically yeah. um but yeah i would also use the frequencies um and, and just hone in on that that chakra and just just love on it and and it heals it you know and, and, it, and it rids it of not of all the rubbish so uh yeah love that all about that yeah, that's beautiful. And frequency, that's another big thing that they taught me and, and spirituality has taught me. Like, That's a good point. Fre frequency is everything. So whatever you're experiencing, that's a frequency. You know, the Ill different illnesses, frequencies. Um, so there's a frequency for everything. And it's then it makes it kind of less like um, it just it. it it makes you it makes it less kind of like personal like it's not anything like wrong it's just this frequency so you just need to you know raise the frequency yeah. um so yeah that's very helpful and yeah i just love what you said about how the frequency music and then love that was the other thing i wanted to mention love heals all it heals all feeling that love that's why I'm sure you guys have had spiritual experiences where you're just bawling your eyes out because it's just so full of love. <laughs> it's so I call it love leaks. Love yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's when you're just so full that like there isn't any room left in the body and it just starts coming out through the tears. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Um, and for people who are asking, there's been three or four people asking about the name of your channel. Um, mm -hmm. It's in the links, you guys, if you want to check it. And also Craig's channel is in the link. And I encourage you guys to go for sure and subscribe. Hit that subscribe and get on their, their channels because there's some really good content on both of these channels that, um, for these guys here. So, yeah, check that out. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, and someone's saying, can you put it in the link? It's in. It's definitely in. It should be in here. And if it's not, we'll make sure to add both. But I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure they're, they're in the bios there. Great. Yeah. And, and my channel is just, it's called Lily Nova Starseed. So, yes. And yeah. Craig's Ascension Meditation. meditation. Yeah. And Ooh, there's about five like, million Ascension Meditations, but um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. I'm, like from Craig's Galactic Universal, <laughs> blah, 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 or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, what, I'm, what I love about this, uh, Lily, is, is it's. Um, what I find as well is when there's some form of contact or an experience, it will mm -hmm. often precede a deep spiritual healing, I've found in my own experience. Um, so, you know, what <laughs> people that claim to have experiences, but they're not growing spiritually, I'm like, how do you do that? Because because when I have an experience or an encounter or something happens, mm -hmm. um, it, I will go. it's like waves. I'll go through a process, then I've got to deal with something or some, heal something. Um, and then I'll be like, ah, oh, I've, reached, I've reached where I need to be. And then it'll happen again. And then there'll be something else, you know, it seems mm -hmm. to be. Um, mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I, I think it goes hand in hand, doesn't it? Kind of like every, loads of people, oh, I'd love to see an extraterrestrial or an angel. I'd love to be abducted or whatever, blah, 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 all this kind of stuff. No. <laughs> but um, like, 
there's also it, the, the, the coincides with the inner work as well. Like if you're not doing the inner work, um, you're you're sabotaging yourself. You're sabotaging your own experience, I believe. Um, and that's why I think when we have these discussions, you know, yeah, we all love the, the the fancy stories, but sometimes it gets dirty. Sometimes it gets messy. It is messy. And that's OK. It's OK to be messy and it's OK to fall apart because, you know, you'll be rebuilt again. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I feel like you kind of have to, at least in my experience, you kind of have to fall apart and just, it, you know, hit that rock bottom to to just completely transformed that's happened twice in my life <laughs> only twice <laughs> well two two major ones in, yeah. in having yeah that a spiritual experience really um is it is just it's life-changing yeah, yeah yeah i feel like there definitely um is in like an integration period too after some of this it's just like because i i were you like super emotional about every single thing like just everything kind of just yeah triggering and sad and like happy and like grateful but also just yeah it was you know explain that a little bit as far as on the emotions well mine was kind of messy i went straight in for the big dirty work <laughs> uh, at the deep end <laughs> yeah i jumped right in there was probably like weeks possibly even months where i spent a lot of time just meditating and crying in my bed healing you know and just working on things um and yeah i do feel like you do get pretty emotional and and also the contrast usually you know right before you you get up to that next level or something really great happens in your life you you know you it gets really low or you, you feel that contrast so so whenever people are maybe having a hard time like don't worry it's about to get a whole lot better <laughs> um but yeah definitely very emotional there's a lot of emotions that I found that are also like kind of trapped in our body. So we're releasing those also. Yeah. That's a really good point. It is. That's a good point. Sorry, well, sorry. Go on, sorry, no, sorry. No, 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 go ahead. I'll have it. Okay. I was just going to say, I, sorry. I, well, no, I don't apologize for it. But um, one, a Bible verse that always used to like make me go, what? Was in uh, James where it says, consider it pure joy when you encounter various trials. Hmm. And I was like, how could you count that as joy? But it's because when you encounter these things or something happens to you, it's bringing stuff out and you, there's a healing going on. So it is a, a, as hard as it can be at times, there is a joy there knowing that you're, you're going through a process of healing. I mean, the dark night of the soul, I think somebody commented that, yeah. you know, I've lost count how many I've had, it's ridiculous. Um, but there is a joy in that knowing I'm moving forward and I'm, and I'm growing and, 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 I'm, and I'm being set up for more. So I just want to make that comment. <laughs> yeah yeah i i we just had this talk um on an inbox um message thing about you know dark and light and you know that's a universal thing too and how they work together and as painful as stuff can be just like what craig said it's it's useful and that it it ignites something within and those triggers can come up and we can either suppress them and oppress them and ignore them or deny them or you know whatever and not cry and not deal with it and or we can express and move through it and bring you know look at it as a gift to um mm -hmm. to heal like like craig was saying um my mentor and i've said this before he always says a gift that isn't received becomes a burden and so mm -hmm. if we don't look at every single thing as really hard to be in a different perspective as okay how what am i learning here what's the lesson how do i move through this and asking those questions within um mm -hmm. being able to see it from like maybe a, a further back lens instead mm -hmm. of being reactive and you know taking everything so personal of all the stuff that's going on of just being like okay we're just characters we're just having this experience we're just playing these roles we're we're here to learn to love we're here to, to remember love and mm -hmm. um it's and that's an opportunity for us it's um we all have that same choice and opportunity um and then making choices differently from there on right but it's just mm -hmm. and that's why i'm like getting to the nitty-gritty here and asking like for the details because i think spiritual work is like uh, you know the inner work is like that's all thrown around but when what i get all the time is people are saying but how like 
yeah. what, what does that mean? You know, like, what do you, you know, you're sitting, you go to a retreat, you know, you, you, you drink a certain juice or you, you know, whatever. And meditate yeah. for three years. <laughs> yeah. I think it's very holistic. It, there's, and I learned that with health and nutrition, um, it, there's different parts to it. Doing something, being compassionate with yourself, you know, not being hard on yourself is a big one. I'll be kind of cussing myself out in the head sometimes, <laughs> or, you know, and, and, I, and I have to remember, you know, my guides nudge me, like, be compassionate with yourself. Give yeah, yourself totally love. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> and uh, so being compassionate with yourself, you could look into shadow work, you know, um, figuring out what your shadows are and working through those um, frequencies and doing something that you enjoy also that that's actually one of the biggest one of the biggest things that source told me i asked okay what am i supposed to be doing <laughs> what do i do and you know what's the most valuable thing that you can that i can do and the answer i received was follow your bliss and it, yeah. it's so simple but i was like you know really and then that's now that's what i focus on is following my bliss and then everything else aligns is what yeah. i found well you you come from a health and nutrition and you know i'm a naturopath too um what part of diet fits in this whole thing yeah oh, and someone else is asking explain shadow work i was gonna say it but i was told that i was rude a little while ago when i asked for details so sorry about that i'm not being rude i'm just yeah. curious but anyway <laughs> Explain shadow work too, but go back to health. Okay. Uh, with health. So, well, we are what we eat. We're made out of what we eat. Our body's going through a lot with raising the vibration, releasing all of these. Um, there, we have a lot of toxins too. Um, in releasing all of these emotions, raising our vibration. So eating more raw, you know, natural foods, eating more fruits and vegetables, um, anti-inflammatory foods, yes, antioxidants. So fruits and vegetables and a really good way to just get your fruits and veggies in is making a smoothie in the morning with frozen fruit and frozen vegetables. It's so easy and you can add some supplements to it too. And then boom, there you go. But Did we you know blend a steak with that as well. What's that? Blend a steak with it. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Maybe some protein powder or peanut butter. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair enough. Peanut butter, yes. Steak, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like steak, but not in my smoothie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. During the fasting times, I've been tempted to like whatever can I get in the smoothie for my fast. What's it? Have you guys fasted? Uh, has anyone on here fasted? I'm curious about fasting. If what, like, have you? No, you haven't. I, but I, I have I, heard good things. I've heard good things. People having spiritual experiences while they're fasting yeah. also. Yeah, I, uh, as a, on a regular basis throughout the week, because I go to the gym five days a week, I will, um, oh. I stop eating at seven and I'll have 12 hours fasted. Um, then I'll, I'll cycle on an empty stomach um, and then mm. I'll, I'll eat something and then lift weight in the morning. Wow. Um, so I technically fast every day, but an extended fast. Like intermittent, yeah. Yeah, I intermittently yeah. fast. And and honestly, it works for me because I can put weight on quite easy, you see. Wow. Um, which is good for muscle building, but not great for <laughs> anything else. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I intermittent fast because it, it just it works for me. Um, yeah, and keeping my carbs down, if that helps anybody else out there. <laughs> my longest fast was 27 days. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> Did you lose any weight? I, I want to say like eight pounds, but I wasn't to, it wasn't to do that. It wasn't, oh, that wasn't no. the goal. Um, but yeah, I had a lot come through, through that. There was very, very, uh, as a matter of fact, I should do this again. I used to do it every January and I, I, I never put like a, I'm going to do this 27 days. Like I, it wasn't like that. It was that I was just going to do this for a day. And then I'm like, well, I did pretty good. I'm going to go for three days. And then I did three days. I'm like, okay, well, I'm not like sucking at this. Let's see about seven. And that way I didn't like, 
I didn't want to put like a label on how long I was going to do it because probably my ego didn't want to fail, <laughs> fail and then be like, oh, you suck. But, you know, so I just and I was just having grace. You know, my Virgo energy is like very like do, 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 do. So I was trying to like do the opposite of just like go with the flow kind of thing. And it ended up being 27 days and I wasn't sad about ending it. And it was just very it was very big for me to just go with the flow and, and the, you know, it's the opposite of what I normally am, but that may be something to do or, or juicing, you know, but I love your background is so that the merging of all the things, the crystals, the frequency, you know, it's kind of like what our whole bag is. Right. Right. Absolutely. And people think, oh, nutrition is just about your body and stuff. It's not, it is a very spiritual thing as well. You know, if you've got a bad diet, it affects your whole being. Um, and so, you know, knowing what's good for you and, and obviously everybody's body's different, you know, I think, you know, there are, there are general rules for everyone, obviously, but I think you've got to find what's right for you. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and yes, yeah, so, so if people think, oh, this isn't spiritual, it absolutely is. You will feel better. You'll be high. You know, like I say your vibration will be higher if you're healthy. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, you know, obviously we all know about health, particularly over the past couple of years and what they're trying to do to people, you know, so there's never a better time than to get into this kind of stuff, really. Yeah, 100 <laughs> percent, uh, 100 percent. And that so you are what you eat. It, it impacts how you feel, think and act. Uh, everything. It impacts everything and your health, your mental health. And in order to follow your bliss and feel good and raise your vibration, you need to, you know, be fueling yourself. Right. Because the vitamins and minerals, they do different like deficiencies in vitamin D and magnesium, which 75% of the population mm -hmm. is deficient yeah. in yeah. those two. That can cause pain, issues, anxiety, yeah. uh, sleeplessness, depression, you know, like sad seasonal depression. It's because people aren't getting vitamin D because they're not outside in the sun. Absolutely. So it's just, it's incredible how much just, the, you know, those little things impact us. Well, I want, go ahead, go ahead. I, I was just going to, go on, I was going to sort of shift it a little bit there, but if you've got something to say on that, you go. I was just going to give a shout out to Dr. Whip. He's on here. Love Dr. Whip. He is amazing. A friend and co-worker and also Matthew's on the show today. I want to say hey to Matthew. We love Matthew. Matthew Morgan. We love Matthew. <laughs> yeah. And also just a shout out to Lisa, Sandra, Annette, um, Kathy's on here, Jess. Lots of Stacy, lots of um, beautiful members here. Veronica is new with us. We have a new member, Rhonda. So, yeah, I just thank you so much for helping us to be able to do this. Um, without you guys, we wouldn't be able to keep going. Uh, Stephanie and that, lots and lots and lots of amazing, beautiful, bright, radiant people in our community that are all hanging out with us today. So, yes, um, one person's asking specifically about shadow work again mm -hmm. everyone they're curious about the shadow work stuff but yes what were you gonna say i don't want to miss, miss well out. i think if someone, if on shadow work um if well my interpretation of it is we all have parts of ourselves that, that i don't want to say we don't like but that we try and hide um and that we we suppress and and you know we're taught in the world you know be a nice person and and you know act a certain way and this that and the other and that's okay i'm not knocking that but what we do is we suppress these you know sometimes we feel angry sometimes we want to knock someone's head off sometimes you know <laughs> these things happen it's and what to me shadow work is is fully integrating all of that and saying okay i feel like this i accept it i don't suppress this anymore and I, and I embrace this side of me and bring it into love again, as we spoke about before and, and heal it and, and, and let it be a part of you without controlling you. That, oh. that's something that I would say about, about mm -hmm. shadow work, but I'd love to hear your, your guy, you, what you guys think as well. No. Yeah, that was great. That was great. Um, a lot of the time, like the shadow is, it is us. It's still a part of us. Things like how you said that you may not like about yourself or you may try to suppress or hide. Um, and then it gets worse whenever you try to kind of resist or suppress your shadow. It, it just makes it grow. So you really have to, to be open with yourself and kind of integrate 
you know, integrate those things about you. You know, you are the way that you are. Um, everybody's special. Everybody's unique. <laughs> um, and then there's also kind of, so that's a really good like summarization, but then there's also like shadow work things that you can look up online, like little activities to help you integrate those things and work through those things. So I would suggest that writing. That's yeah. That's really good. So that's yeah. what was that? I missed that. Sorry. Say that again. Uh, I was going to say writing and journaling also right. is, yeah. is very, very powerful. And there was something that um, I did a while back that helped so much writing a letter to, it could be yourself writing a letter to, a family member or writing a letter to whatever, something that you're struggling with, writing a letter, explaining it, and then you burn it afterwards. And that's actually Ooh, very powerful. I like that. What a great tool. I love that. I, I don't know if I've written a letter to someone, but I have done every, every, and we're coming up on that as um, the new year. I usually write things that I want to let go. Mm -hmm. And, and I do that list and then I burn it too, as like a symbolic ceremony. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But the letter thing, that's so that's, I haven't thought about that. That's such a good, I need to do that to two people today. <laughs> <laughs> like I am literally seriously going to do that tonight. But thank you for that. That's a good yeah. yeah, no problem. It's crazy how much lighter you feel afterwards and and also, so the activations that I do on my channel, we do yeah. different themes each week. And we actually did like a cord cutting and clearing ceremony where I guided everybody through an activation and, and we wrote all of those things and, and tossed it into the fire and the fire like purified us. So I do activations each week covering different things that, that can help a lot. <laughs> I love it. Maybe we can do that on our membership thing when you come on January. Oh, you're coming on the membership. That's brilliant. Yeah, That's we sweet. can do, we can all have like a little workshop where we write down all the stuff and then we do like a live burn. <laughs> that would be awesome. Don't set your house on fire, whatever you I'm do. I'm loving this idea. As we go, we're just coming up with this. Mm -hmm. I'm curious too, the pictures that you took, is there somewhere we can see this, photo this photography or in these images? Is that on your website or is that anywhere we can go look at it? I want to see now. Yeah, I want to start posting more of a, more of my footage and things. But on my website, lilynovaspaceart.com, I actually have a bunch of my pictures as like prints and digital downloads. So, so you can like make it your screensaver. Um, so some of them are on my website and... Some of them are on my Instagram as well. Okay. Yeah. And your Instagram is also Lily Nova, yes? Uh, yeah, lilynova.in.space. So Lily, Lily Nova in space, yeah. Love <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, um, we are, gosh, I'm just looking at the clock and I'm like, I can't. Have we got some missing time again. What? <laughs> yes, yes. Um, well, as we close for today, um, if if we could just go around, um, you know, obviously you guys can find me at swiftfire.org, my book. I have an app that has all the crystals and um, my card deck is on my app. I have my card deck on my website. Lots of resources, swiftfire.org. We're in, um, we're actually rebranding and redoing the website as we speak so there's going to be a new launch probably in january with that but definitely check that out do share if you'd like to be a member please get on board with membership um the link should be here and if it's not i'll put it in um the comments but where can we find you two because um this is just awesome and i'm really excited about us getting to know each other more lily because you are so pure-hearted and i just love your purity and just such an innocence with your heart and, and, and the mm -hmm. highest compliment, uh, just pureness is an authenticity is really, really a big deal for us on this channel and people who focus on light and focus on, you know, the good things. And I love how you use your platform for that. Like there's a lot of people using it for different things and focusing on the negative. And I like to focus, whatever you focus on, you make room for. So we focus on, tools to help people to get to their best and their highest. And you are such a, an embodiment of that. You are a walking example of that. 
and I am just honored to have you here. And so where can people find you? Let's let's get everyone connected to Lily. Yeah, thank you so, so much. Yeah, that's what my my channel is. So my YouTube channel is Lily Nova Starseed. And hi, Beth, I recognize Beth. <laughs> and uh, so I do live activations each week. We get together as a group. The replays still work if you can't make it live, but we do different things. Um, I'll channel different, sometimes angels, sometimes uh, star beings and do these activations each week and then also have interviews on my channel as well. So I would love to have you guys over there. The activations are Sundays at 2 p.m. Central time. Um, I think we're going to do Sirius Star this weekend. Um, last, yeah, last week we did the Akashic Records uh, and the Arcturians, um, which they are just master healers. They're wonderful. So Lily Nova Starseed. My website is lilynovaspaceart.com, and then on Instagram and and TikTok, I'm lilynova.in.space. Awesome. And you have some cool merch too. Hold up your mug. And yeah, I love all your stuff. She's got such great branding. I just think it's so cute. Yeah, I've got a, I'm actually, so that's, that's on lilyofaspaceart.com. I have all different star origins, cool. star origins, hoodies, um, Syrian, Pleiadian, all that stuff, starseed stuff. So yeah, I've been having fun designing stuff. <laughs> yeah. I've oh, just realized that, that that Beth noise uh, that keeps commenting, she's on Journey to Truth this week. I think it's her. That, oh, Beth is? Yeah. I'm, I'm just now. Up, Beth? How's it going? Beth, I'm sure, I'm sure she's on Journey to Truth this week. So I'll look forward to that one. Yeah, um, well, I'm wrong. There's another Beth. I just want to finish off with just 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 sort of um summarizing and, and re-emphasizing that you know we all want to take our place in the the grand scheme of the cosmos and all this this and and you know raising our vibration is is how we're going to do it it's not going to happen just because we're sat on the couch everything stays the same and one day it's just going to happen no we have to do this inwardly and outwardly um so when we talk about spirituality that we're talking about we're going somewhere and something's going on here so big on the planet at the moment it's like a massive healing and it's causing a lot of chaos no question about it in the systems and the structures that have kept us suppressed um but it's a really really exciting time so so you know lily really sort of embodies kind of like that perfect balance between having contact but also doing the inner healing the inner work um and and just for everyone just to keep going because we're really really pressing into some massive things here and it's very exciting yes so yes, yes, if yes. i could just plug my channel ascension meditation because i'm determined to get to a thousand subscribers so i can monetize it <laughs> <laughs> yes um and uh, yeah so if people could uh, give that a subscribe i'd uh, really appreciate it thank you i agree both of you all you guys definitely go to both of these guys and connect and mm -hmm. yeah i mean know thyself is huge for sure and i and i know lily has mentioned that and maybe not this one but somewhere i saw you say that but the other thing is sometimes you know knowledge is great but applying knowledge is another thing we can all talk about mm -hmm. it like sit on the couch and envision it and imagination is powerful but the actual work is when you take that knowledge and then you're faced with the person or faced with the situation at work or faced with the thing with your kids. And then you actually use it and make it, you imply it, you um, embody it and you Im implement it in action. And um, I, I find that you know that you're healing when you're in a situation that would normally cause you to react but instead of reacting, all of a sudden you feel different. You could, you could feel yourself respond with love and calmness instead of like this charge that can sometimes happen in reaction. And um, that's, that's a biggie. That's how you know that something has shifted. And I know this last three years for me and many, many people that I've spoken with have had lots of opportunities for charging and reacting and just like in medicine, you know, if you speak with someone and you're like, well, did you have a good response or did you have a reaction? Reaction means, you know, rash and, you know, fungi, whatever, like a bad 
thing and response would be like it's working and you're harmonizing, you're integrating. So we each have that opportunity, no matter what comes on your plate, no matter what anyone is going through. I mean, I've had two deaths in two days at two o'clock. What the F does that mean? I don't know. Um, but I am not going to overlook that. I'm going to dig in and see like, what does this, what is this about? And I'm going to cry, but I'm not going to cry. I'm, well, you know what? I might, I might get off and just go in my bed and cry. But all that being said, you know, with people being ill with things, you know, people, people just dropping, um, with, uh, you know, each and every choice with people, um, narcissistic behaviors with, you know, friendships with, different ways people do things or see things there's a lot of opportunity for reaction or response right now and the, to me the work is not just knowing what to do but doing it and living it and embodying it and i love both of you so much and so many of you who are on um today i have got the pleasure of connecting with you in the groups um when we meet um in our with our channel and I'm seeing that in you. And I think we're all finding each other through this. And we're working with each other. And um, it's just so beautiful that we found you in this season. And I'm really excited about that. So hopefully this was helpful to you guys. Um, again, we'll be together on Sunday at noon. She's got her thing at 2 o'clock. So just mark off Sunday as a time for inner work. And um, yeah, next week we have... Anthony Stewart, like I mentioned earlier, and the following week we have Laura Eisenhower for Winter Solstice. We're going to talk about that. So you guys just think about it. Um, mark your calendar for every Thursday noon, and we will see you next week, Thursday. Go to swiftfire.org. Love you guys so much, and have a wonderful day, everybody. Sending all of you good vibes, sending all of you my, all, my whole heart love for everyone. Please pray for my mom and dad. That's all I'm going to say. Love you guys.